Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Many of us, the iconic photo for Bloody Sunday 1972 was Father Daly with the bloodstained handkerchief uh, waving it as a white flag. But before we link in with Father Brian Darcy to look back on this dark day in Irish history, have we listen to this? By 3pm on Sunday afternoon, as many as 15,000 people gathered in the Craigan area in protest against the government policy of internment, which allowed the authorities to imprison suspected IRA members without trial. Organised by the Northern Ireland Civil Rights Association, it was technically illegal as all large gatherings had been prohibited by the Stormont administration. Ignoring the ban, the predominantly Roman Catholic crowd set off towards the Guildhall in the city centre. But their intended route along William Street was blocked off by British troops called in to police the event. The main march was redirected along Rossville Street towards the Free Derry Monument, but some stayed to confront the soldiers manning the blockade. As the standoff intensified, a water cannon was brought up to disperse the rioters. Bricks and bottles were soon answered with rubber bullets and CS gas. At seven minutes past four, soldiers from the 1st Battalion Parachute Regiment advanced to make arrests. Moments later, as the protesters fled back towards the bogside, shots rang out across the city. The army claims that they were fired on first by paramilitaries in the Rossville Flats, but this has long been contested by eyewitnesses. 21 British soldiers fired their weapons, discharging 108 live rounds between them. After less than 30 minutes of shooting, 13 marchers were dead and 14 badly wounded. One of those injured would die several months later. That little snippet there from the archives of the events of Bloody Sunday. I actually had a former radio producer, a friend of mine, who was actually on that march, and he tells me that, or told me, that it was one of the most frightening experiences he ever witnessed. Also somebody who would have remembered that period, that dark period, who joins us now, Father Brian Darcy. Good morning to you, Father Brian, and a belated Happy New Year to you. Uh, likewise, uh, likewise, Alan, although New Year is always tinged by this, you know, because it, at the time, you have to put it in this context, at the time, there were great struggles for civil rights, of which I was a part myself, and went on many marches for civil rights, even though I was just ordained at the time. Indeed, I, I remember going on a civil rights march uh, shortly before I was ordained in, in 1969. Um, and those were marches to get um, uh, the nationalist population of uh, the North at that time. Um, sort of rights that now we would sort of laugh at. It, it was The area was so much gerrymandered. Uh, gerrymandering was an unusual thing. It was called... Um, uh, it, was, uh, it was such that all the Catholics, even though they weren't geographically together, would be put in one constituency so that they would have one representative. And um, uh, in another area, there would be a majority of unionist representatives in, uh, representing a, a much smaller number. It was a, an incredible system of government at that stage. My own county is a very
very good example of it. Fermanagh had a nationalist population, but it was always a unionist majority in both local and 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 um, uh, national politics. Um, and of course, there was little job opportunities for Catholics at that stage either. It was a very difficult thing, quite close, right. as I later discovered, to, to uh, apartheid in in Africa. So that was what we were marching for. We weren't marching for United Ireland. We weren't marching for anything at that stage. All we were marching for was basic civil rights, civil uh, rights. Uh, for the population. Uh, and that's what that march was about. Had it been on a Saturday, I definitely would have been at it. But because it was on a Sunday and I was on Mass as a priest in Dublin, mm. um, I couldn't go to it. So therefore I wasn't there. But I was at the funerals on, on the, mm. I think it was the following Wednesday. I definitely was at the funerals that day and I'll never, ever forget that. All right, uh, and we talked to you about that, Brian, but there's a lot of dispute as to who fired first. I mean, I even asked this to the late uh, Martin McGuinness when he joined me in studio here. He gave a very strong response when I asked him that question. Uh, like, that's the question that's often asked, who fired first? And there's, it's still disputed to this very day. Is it, or is it, not, is it has that been clarified? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's disputed anymore after the Savile report, no. It's not not after the Savile report, it's not. It's not. Uh, the Widgery report, uh, which was a, a whitewash uh, at the time, uh, did make quite, quite a distinction on that. And But, you know, everybody that was there, for example, a, a, a man with whom I was very closely friends uh, was with uh, Father Edward Daly. Um, and uh, uh, Father Bradley, who subsequently left the priesthood and uh, was a, still a very live, a good man in, in the north, he was there secured on that day too. There were with them. Um, the, uh, John Hume uh, was there that day. Ivan Cooper, who was a lovely man and, and was, of course, from the Protestant faith himself, uh, he was there. All, uh, all of the people who were organising the civil rights marches on that day, I wasn't there, so I can only take their word for it. All of them said that no. No sniping came from the Catholic um, uh, area, from the nationalist area that day. The sniping came, uh, uh, it began with Saracen tanks coming in and roaring at people. Uh, young Duddy was uh, killed very quickly on that. And uh, Father Daly has a, a very vivid description of, uh, as he was attending um, Young Duddy on the ground, knew, knowing that he was dying, they were still firing shots at, at the people around him. He was shouting to tell people that I down uh, and a Saracen raced up. A young girl was trying to get out of the way and it made for her and killed her stone dead on the road. Um, so it, it, it looked as if it was uh, an example, as the Paris were going to make an example of uh, all of these uh, civil rights marches that they would that they would never become uh, that they would, that they would uh, put them out right away at this stage. And as Bernadette Devlin at the time said, and a very accurate description, she said it was our sharp fill. Uh, and anyone who knows the history of South Africa knows what that means. And that was supposed to be an end to protest. And, and it was a and and, and this is not uh, this is not a, a, a reinvented history. This is in fact uh, uh, after all. The, uh, the history of the event yeah. um, uh, and 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 the the most the Savile inquiry uh, came up that there was no firing right. and led to David Cameron. If there had been firing force from any, David Cameron would never have made the apology in Parliament right. that he did uh, thirty seven years later. What about the actual day itself? Then the funerals. You you said you you you, you will never forget it. What was it like, Brian? It, it was. <sighs> It was a somber. I, as I said, it was only two years of day, and it was a young priest. And and um, I remember um, that, that I was in Mount Argus in Dublin, myself and another priest. 
decided to go. The rest of the community in Mardagas did not want us to go in case we'd be killed uh, at it. They thought that there would be, you know, they thought it was, a, it was a war zone at that stage. But we decided that we had, you know, I was from the north and, and, and you know, was was always for uh, a peaceful demonstration of searching of civil rights and, and all my family were the same uh, in it in the north. We're never, never in a violent situation and, and abhor violence of any description uh, to this day do. Uh, but we, 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 I decided that I had to go and be there and I went to St. Mary's Church in Craigan. And the sight of walking into a church and 13 coffins laying side by side across the front of a church um, and one person who subsequently died later to make it the 14th. To see the 13 coffins across the church of the church and to hear nothing but sobbing and the people of Derry were in an absolute disgrace. There was utter, utter silence around Derry that morning. Um, we couldn't get parked, but people, uh, you know, opened their driveways to let us get parked so that we could get parked in because every, people came from everywhere to it. Uh, the, you know, you know what masses at that stage were uh, more solemn than they are now. Some situations were, but Derry always had great music and great choir. The music was incredibly beautiful at that solo and, and choral music in it, and it, it it was comforting, but 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 it was emotionally nearly unbearable at the time. And I never forget that as the thirteen coffins were being one after the other being taken out of the church over to the to to the to the graveyard on the hill um, uh, to 13 different sites within that graveyard uh, and just and a young Derry boy soprano began to sing uh, out over the microphone nearer my god to thee and it is still such an emotional moment that I, you know it, it is still echoing in my head and it was just that moment that I've never forgotten that moment of sadness of, of unity of, of grief uh, and, and, and a perfect expression of, of grief, uh, but that music being the expression of grief that no words could put on. Uh, there were no words for the griefs, and so you didn't try to them. But the music of the Derry people, as, as Phil Coulter's song uh, in, indicates throughout the life, the music of the Derry people uh, was their way of expressing their peaceful grief, their unexpressible grief, uh, other than through the, the emotion of music. It, and and to sit and remember standing on the side of a windy hill in the grave, and if you don't, you, don't, you probably don't know what the, the graveyard in Derry is like, but it's, it's, it's on a hill looking out over the foil, and the wind whips up from the foil to it, um, and, and uh, that day it was a particularly nasty, cold winter breeze uh, that um, reflected the mood of the people. Father Brown, I'm going to leave it there. The way you've vividly described us has brought us back to one of the darkest days in, in Irish history. But just to conclude, uh, our President Michael Lee Higgins said it was one of the shaping events of our modern shared history um, and the families of those killed had a relentless pursuit of truth for their loved ones. And that pursuit continues, doesn't it? That pursuit continues with great dignity. Uh, and my own view is that there are other places that need to ha- pursue and grieve the same way. And uh, I, I, my own native Inniskillen people with Inniskillen bomb. I mean, there has been absolutely no effort to make a uh, to reach out to those people. Uh, many of them, my neighbours and friends, still uh, uh, and Oma. There were there were you know the 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 the, the, the evil of of war is not confined to one side. Uh, but you know we we. We mention it all. I think it's very important that we know the truth because you must remember this, you know, the truth is not justice. 
but it prevents future injustice. Um, and I, I think that's an important thing to um, uh, to remember. Um, and, you know, it doesn't bring back people from the dead seeking truth, but it always uh, perhaps brings their 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 memory out of silence and and gives them the dignity of remembrance thank you so much for linking in with us this morning that was father brian darcy there sharing his memories of attending the funerals on this the 50th anniversary of the commemoration of bloody sunday southeast radio's morning mix chat news and your views